Read me like a book. Dive into my thoughts. Feel my wounds. But continue reading how I healed. Those scars you feel are battle wounds. People or situations might have won the battle, but I won the war. The key to winning war is the ability to look within oneself, accept what is, and transmit unconditional love within one's soul. And that is the purpose of figuring it out with Jen. Welcome. Hi everybody, welcome to Figuring It Out with Jen. I hope you enjoyed that snippet of music that's from Kehlani off her, her album, It Was Good Into It Wasn't, and it's called Serial Lover. Now this leads me to today's episode, which is about the D word. This is about divorce. This is about, you know, the woos and the pros about divorce. I'm no secret to share my relationship history. I'm no secret to share things that I've gone through. That's a part of, you know, me developing this podcast is to um, hopefully inspire and help guide people that go through similar situations, um, just giving a different perspective, Um, hopefully to spark an idea within someone um, or even the courage within someone to Um, try something new or to really work on themselves and to really heal themselves. So I wanted to talk about um, divorce because I am going through a divorce and I feel like it's time to start talking about the woos of divorce. I don't think anyone when they get married, they think that they're going to get divorced or that actually has pure intentions. That's not their goal to get divorced. Most people, when they get married, they intend on being with that person for the rest of their life. Okay. Um, I can't speak for my ex-spouse, but I could speak for myself. I definitely um, married for the long run. I never um, would thought I would have got a divorce, um, that I would have fouled because I was the person that fouled. Um, but I did. And I'm here to talk to the people that is potentially thinking about going through a divorce or maybe is engaged and, you know, they're questioning, they're, (laughs) they're thinking, you know, a little deep about the partner that they're choosing to spend the rest of their life with. And, one thing that I would say that has helped me along this journey is to always remind yourself to be gentle. Divorce is not easy. Again, like I said, most people, if their intentions is into 
their marriage, they never meant to, you know, do the D word, get a divorce. But it's life, it happens. You know, some people come into your life for seasons. You know, some come in your life for reasons. Um, And I believe my ex-spouse came into my life for a reason and a season. Um, Depending on the reason why you guys ended your relationship, it could be... It could be a good thing. It could be a peaceful divorce. Or it could be a very nasty lengthy divorce if I'm being honest mine is a mix because I didn't like the way the chain of events um, that led to me filing for divorce I didn't like it Um, without disclosing too much information because if you've been a follower you pretty much have um, insight well not all of it but you pretty much have a kind of clear picture um I just personally feel like things could have been handled in a different manner. Um, If you say you love someone, if you marry someone, you just don't do certain things. I would never do some of the things that was done to me and I wouldn't allow people in my life to think it's okay to do certain things that was done to me. By no means am I being a victim or anything because my hands is not 100% clear or clean um, with this situation, but... Um, I have a hard, well, I had a hard time accepting that, um, not everyone that comes in your life have good intentions, not everyone that shows, um, a a certain character about themselves or carry themselves a certain way. That doesn't mean that that's truly them. And I never thought I would be in a situation like that, but it, it so happens I did. And it's a good thing now. I look at it now. It's a good thing because it has taught me how to love myself more, how to have better standards for myself, how to have boundaries and what I am willing to put up with and what I'm not willing to put up with. So with that, that is a very positive thing that has happened um, from all the aftermath. Um, it also to... I wouldn't say it's a hindrance, but it also has made me realize that I personally don't think I could get involved with someone that has children um, unless I have a child. And and, because I just feel like the thinking is different um, once you have a child, if you're a good parent. Um, I'm not going to talk on that person's parenting, but I just hope the children involved um, is getting help. Um, now the hardest thing when you're filing for divorce, rather you're the person that's going to serve the person or you're the person receiving it. I don't, I don't care if you guys were married for 40 plus years. I mean, no one likes things to end, you know, um, there's going to be some kind of hurt on both ends. It just depends on, you know, the state you're in and the magnitude of attachment you have towards that person. Um, to be quite frank with you guys, it is the emotional roller coaster. I don't think people realize that it when you get out of a situation, you don't even have to be married, even if you're in a committed relationship. 
when you lose someone, you go through grief. A relationship, a death of a relationship is kind of similar to a death of a living being. That person is no longer there in your life. But let me play devil's advocate. There's some people, you know, they're, they're great friends with their ex-spouses. They're better friends, better off as friends than lovers. So I'm not talking about them. I'm talking about the, the other uh, part of the spectrum. And um, so you grieve. You grieve the loss of them. And, and that's why I said I wouldn't date someone that has children until I have children. And hopefully when I have children, that's the person I'm going to spend the rest of my life with. Um, but then you have to grieve additional individuals that you bought into your life and um, you cared for and you love for genuinely. And during the grieving process, as I said, you know, mine was kind of good. Mine was kind of, you know, a nasty ending. Um, so I'm speaking towards those individuals. So you go through all different stages. And I'm going to look this up for you guys so I could give you a clearer picture. So I'm probably going to slaughter his name, but the Kubler-Ross uh, grief cycle. Okay, you could Google this. It's called the grief cycle. And this is the stages that you go through. So you go through the denial stage. Um, and, and with that emotion, it's avoidance, confusion, um, shock, fear. Then you go through anger frustration irritation anxiety then you go through depression you're overwhelmed helplessness hostility flight then you go through a bargaining stage so struggle struggling to find meaning reaching out to others telling one story then acceptance exploring options new plan in place moving on now, if I'm being honest, I think my cycle was all over the place because mine was anger. Um, and then it went through the depression. And um, then it went in. I don't think I really experienced denial because, you know, I accepted um, that the relationship was over. But I guess the denial of the, how how could this person... Um, do me in the way that they did me so I would I would say my cycle was um you know definitely all over the place and I'm definitely at the acceptance uh part of the cycle which is the final stage you know um accepting what is and, and moving forward and um not taking it so personal and um just hurt um one thing that I will say is dealing with this divorce and um, having to face who I am as a person and, and things and situations that I put myself in or what led up to me marrying this person, um, it has humbled me. Do I... care about my spouse ex-spouse no um I care about the children I do miss them dearly but do I tr 
truly forgive my ex-spouse? I don't know. I don't know because the couple encounters that I did have um, via email or text message or whatever, um, I just realized this person will never change. This person is a narcissist. Um, and this person just really isn't a good person. And I, I really am not, um, I just don't want to be around anyone that's like that. It has nothing to do with that person being, you know, my ex-spouse. Um, I just don't associate myself with people like that, um, anymore. Maybe in the past it was, you know, you could slide by and, um, I would be open and, um, willing, but now, no, I just don't, um, and the whole divorce process is is it, it really it's a lot easier to marry someone than to divorce someone I, you know it's been a year and i'm still not divorced and it's frustrating the court process is so frustrating it's like they don't really communicate with you you go down there it's like you you might get a good clerk that day you might not get a good clerk um and it just drags out and it, it just drains you and you feel like you're a prisoner um until you get your divorce decree you feel like you're a prisoner and then you have to explain to new people in your life or or people that you're considering dating, you know, hey, by the way, um, <clears throat> I'm still technically married. I filed for divorce. My divorce isn't final. And you meet people that will deal with that. You meet people that absolutely won't deal with that. So it, it's just, it's not a good feeling going through a divorce. Um, and it's not a it's not a pleasant experience um in in the justice system in America. It's not a good experience um at all. Now, I chose to do everything myself, um filling out my paperwork, you know, submitting, having my ex-spouse served, um just following up. I'm very active in my case. Um, I chose not to get a lawyer. I'm pretty sure if I had a lawyer, it would go a little bit smoother, but it doesn't help that we're in the middle of a pandemic too. So not only were courts slow before the pandemic, but they're even slur slower now since we're in a pandemic. And, um, that's just the, that's just what it is. And, um, I try to look at every situation now moving forward until it's completely finalized that, um, it's a lesson learned. So next time around when I get married, will I be so eager to marry a stranger? No. Will I be so eager to put up with blatant disrespect? Hell no. Um, this is just what it is. But for the people that is trying to get to a healing place and then trying to give, trying to get to a forgiving um, point, what I suggest to you is always be gentle with yourself. Get therapy. Um, get some self-help books or listen to some self-help podcasts. Keep yourself busy, but also acknowledge um, how you're feeling, what you're feeling. Get someone that you're comfortable with um, talking to and expressing yourself and being vulnerable with. That's important. You need a support system. You need people that is going to be around you that is going to... Um, bring positive energy and be there to support you along your journey. Um, shout out to all my friends and my family. They really were um, a great... They really were a great um, 
support system and they still are and i appreciate that you need that when you file for divorce you absolutely need that you need people in your life that's going to be there when you're crying there's going to be there you know when you can't sleep at night that um you need people in your life that is going to make sure that you're good they're going to do checkups with you they don't mind um having long conversations with you um going out with you trying to keep you busy they don't mind any of that you want to have a tribe around you that has helped me a lot um also too um groups groups help as well find a group find a group that is experiencing um that has topics that address the areas that you need help in and participate be vulnerable be active be present and um remember that you can't love someone if if you if you don't love yourself and you haven't healed yourself so until you do that you're going to always attract a certain type of person and I'm a strong believer of that. You know, you're going to have to sit down and you're going to have to sit down and you're going to have to, you know, date yourself and love yourself and, and re-find yourself and focus yourself because sometimes people, when they get in relationships or they get in marriages, they lose themselves in the marriage and you don't want to lose yourself. You, you might have lost yourself in your marriage and your marriage has failed, but moving forward, what can you do to make sure your next relationship you don't do that again. You don't repeat that behavior again. And forgive yourself. Forgive yourself. That is the best advice I could give someone. And I would suggest to anyone that is getting married, please go to marital counseling. Please move in with that person before you get married because people are totally different outside of the house. You might find out that the person you're you're willing to marry or you're engaged to, they have some habits about themselves that you've never saw or you don't like or you is just deal breakers for you. Do the homework before you make this big commitment. Marriage is a big commitment. It should be protected more. It should be valued more. It should be respected. But you know, my generation especially is just it's glorifying side pieces. It's glorifying not addressing emotions and feelings. It's glorifying being on to the next one mentality and not dealing with issues. And then you wonder why our generation can't be in relationships. They they see relationships as sex. If, if it's not sex, it's not a relationship. That's, well, anyone on the planet that has been in a serious relationship or for my married people that have been married, you know, 20 plus years, they will tell you firsthand, it is not about the sex. Take the sex out the relationship. Who do Who is that person when you take the sex out of the relationship? Can you actually stand that person if you guys are not having sex? Do you guys have things in common? Can you guys hang out with each other? Can you live with each other if there's no sex? If your answer to those questions is no, then you don't even know what a healthy relationship is. Then you don't have what it takes yet or the tools yet 
to be in a healthy relationship. Not saying that it's wrong, but what makes it wrong is if you know you have these things and you don't work on them. And another piece of advice I would give someone is when you're going through a divorce or even if you're going through a breakup, please don't jump into a relationship right after. Lord have mercy. I swear I was the queen of jumping into one situation into the other. Um, Don't do that because for one, that person is a rebound. For two, you're not healing. You're not healed. You need to give yourself time to grieve, to process the emotions, to process what went wrong in the relationship. What part did you play in the relationship? These things are essential. And until you do those things, you will not be in a relationship that has longevity until you address these things. Marriage can be so beautiful if you marry the right person. Marriage is a direct connection to God. Marriage is, or it should be, one thing that humans take very seriously, that it's sacred, that it's protected. And it should make the people in a marriage safe. They should feel safe that they're married. I wish um, our generation would, you know, protect it a little more, care about it a little bit more. Um, But that's pretty much my take on divorce and I feel like you should absolutely not stay in any type of situation where the person is simply not trying or the relationship is toxic um, in any form of fashion but I also believe in attempting to make things right but it does have limits you know that I mean that depends on if your relationship is toxic or not um, and people need to develop skills on parting relationships where it's not malicious and um, conniving. It could just be a peaceful exit. With that being said, is I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I hope you enjoyed my thoughts, um, my feelings on it, and. For anyone that's going through a divorce, it's okay. There's a tribe out there for you. You got to find them. You got to call them. You got to ask the universe, you know, send them so you can get support. Um, And just, again, be gentle with yourself. This podcast should not be used in any legal capacity whatsoever, including but not limited to establishing standard of care in a legal sense or as a basis for expert witness testimony. No guarantee is given regarding the accuracy of any statements or opinions made on the podcast or blog. 
If you feel like you're having a mental health crisis, please be sure to contact your local Department of Mental Health, a psychiatrist, a psychologist, or your primary physician. The owner of Figuring It Out with Jen will not be responsible for anything that you choose to partake in. We wish you love, light energy, and a very peaceful journey to your path in life. Thank you for listening.